This is the non-microwave truth brought to you by Time of Grace, and I am C.L. Whiteside. Someone the other day was like, man, I wanted to share your podcast with someone and send it to them from Spotify. But that person didn't have Spotify. I was like, well, you can share it with them on Apple and pretty much any podcast platform. And it is also on YouTube. So you can always copy the link and text it to them. And I am beyond thankful for the people who have shared the episode with someone, hit the five star or written a review. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Let's get into our first world problem today. We're going to talk a lot about our culture and something that I just want you to think about, because I know a lot of y'all ate good. Y'all ate good for Thanksgiving, didn't you? You better get on that treadmill, though. And our first world problem question today is this. What do you think they actually had for the first Thanksgiving? Like, what was the main entree? I know a lot of people do turkey or ham or they do both, but I honestly do not think it was a turkey. I think it has a way better chance of being venison, maybe some fish if it's in Massachusetts, some some type of seafood, bubba gump shrimp and some lobster or something like that. Boy, that would be good, though. Maybe I should do that next year, do a, do a seafood thing. Or I would even go with lamb ahead of turkey because I'm thinking about this. Pilgrims who say they're Christians most likely want to try to do something that Jesus would do or I should say is a meal that we have heard in the Bible. And we definitely heard about the Israelites doing lamb, like Passover meal, blood painted on the doorpost in Exodus. So I will be as bold to say that I think that Turkey was one of the last things. Like I don't, I think there's a better chance that they had lamb compared to Turkey. But again, my main picks would be like venison for sure. They probably have some squirrel or rabbit, some fish, something like that. And vegetables, of course, whatever ideas they could steal or borrow from the people that are already living here. But like I said, since they were here because they wanted to seek religious freedom, I was guessing they tried to do something that might have been in the Bible like lamb. So I just said lamb, better chance than turkey, even though I think both were pretty unlikely. But what do you think? I would love to hear from you on Instagram or Twitter. My handle is championlife 23 what did the first Thanksgiving meal consist of? And this is our first world problem. It is dinner time. The title of our episode today is rule number three, be a transformer. This is the final episode in our three part series, which have been based off of three different passages that I have tattooed on my arm got a nice little half sleeve and the theme of these passages are that god's word and god's truths are greater than the world and the world's truths blessed be the man who stands strong rule number one was focusing on why we should not love this world rule number two was focusing on why we need to make sure that we are not planting garbage because you reap what you sow and rule number three be a transformer we are looking at Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. This puts everything together and brings it home. The first episode, we looked at 1 John 2, verse 15. 
the second episode, we looked at Galatians 6, verse 8. And today, Romans 12, verse 2. We are going to unpack this passage. So that first part, do not conform to the pattern of this world. What are the patterns of this world? There are a bunch of different patterns, but we're going to look or talk about just seven of them. Seven of them. And we're really going to focus and look at our American culture and challenge that truth and perspective. I put truth with air quotes because it ain't the truth. But the first pattern of the world that we see today in our society is this. Our world teaches us, our culture teaches us, you should have as many options and choices as possible. You're like, what you talking about? You should have as many options and choices as you want for your gender. I mean, you were born a man, but you can change that. You want to be a woman? Go ahead. You want to be a Furby? You want to be a dragon? You can be whatever you like. Have as many choices as you want for a spouse. Have as many choices and options as you can for a career or a purpose. You know what you need to do? You just need to go after what looks best. What sounds the best to you? What feels the best in this moment? And if you don't have options or choices, do whatever you need to, even if you got to step on somebody. And if you're lost on what I'm talking about, just do whatever will make people say, wow, that's a nice fill in the blank. The second pattern of this world is be tough. And toughness means firing back, attacking, taking no disrespect. You know, in 2023, the phrase no disrespect, but that just means that someone is going to disrespect you, but want you to take it and be OK with it. But here's the thing. What is even disrespect in our day and age anymore? Like so many people say you disrespected me or that was offensive to me. It's like if you disagree with someone, you tell them something they don't want to hear. It's disrespectful. And then we have some people who get behind the screen and they really are disrespectful. Like you would never say that to that person's face. We are we are in a very unique time because we have some people who are just firing and attacking. And then we have some who are just super soft and sensitive. Like we have the weirdest combination of toughness and sensitivity and point blank. I'll just say softness. And that brings us to our third point. And I'm going to use a, a phrase that hopefully you understand. We are taught to roll around in the mud, but then want to be clean, too. So this is what I mean by that. We are taught a pattern in this world today is to be tolerant. I love them for who they are. We tell people their sins are not sins and wrong. Like we don't want to do that anymore. And we encourage and or make their sins seem cute or we make it seem cool. And then on top of that, we don't say anything when they get to bash in the Bible or the true church. When I say true church, I'm talking about like biblical perspective, biblical truths. We get we just let them go. We let that slide like, oh, I didn't even hear that. You heard it. Say some. But then you can't do that too much because then people try to cancel you. Am I lying? Nope. I know I'm not. The fourth pattern of this world or fourth pattern of our American culture that is unique to our culture specifically is that social media is your life and journal. Like you have to tell people what you're doing all the time and you're not really having a good time if you didn't post what you were doing. You didn't post it. You didn't share it. It's not a picture. Then it really didn't happen, did it? That's me being sarcastic. And something I alluded to earlier is just hiding behind a screen and talking crazy or putting all of our feelings and life stories on there. It's like, 
you know, there's a thing called a journal that you can do all this in. And I know Facebook says it's a book, but yeah. But what else with social media is there's a new value system that we have in place now. Like our worth comes from how many views or how many likes or how many reposts or how many shares we can get. And this is something that's mind blowing, mind boggling now. I've shared with y'all before that I work in a high school and something that I see or hear a lot of kids say they want to do nowadays is be an influencer, like an influencer, a what? Like get on TikTok and just be funny or get on YouTube and do crazy stuff or talk a lot. And this is a direct pattern of our world. I want to be an influencer. It's something that Generation Z is falling in love with. And I'm telling you, before and after school, it is so many students trying to make TikTok videos and dancing or doing something to get a like or try to go viral, like just to get attention in any facet. This is why certain students don't want to play, do sports anymore or be in the play. It's like, why? I can get my attention from being on social media and getting a bunch of likes. I have 10,000 followers. Everyone knows me, period. The fifth pattern of this world is to eliminate all pain. Try to get rid of all pain. Get rid of all pain. Get rid of all heartache. Nothing should be hard. And this is why, hey, drink, smoke, do whatever you need to do to alleviate the pain. That is a pattern of this world. That's short and sweet to the point. Sixth pattern. Do you, boo-boo? Team me, myself, and I. The pattern of do you. And that message is do what's best for you based off the guide from the world or what's popular or what's accepted in our culture today. And the big message with that is do whatever makes you happy. Do whatever is easiest. Cream, cash rules, everything around me. Be very feelings driven. You don't got a big enough butt. Get your butt done. You don't feel like working out. Get surgery. People bald like me and now they're getting frowls and dreadlocks. Like, just do you. And the last pattern of this world is the multiple truths. Like, this pattern has not changed. We are in a state right now where people will say, you know, I'm more spiritual. This is one of those more spiritual than ever periods of time. And this is really just us creating our own gods, creating our own idols more than ever. And there is so much information at our fingertips. Like, you can go on the internet and find so much. We got powerful devices probably in your pocket right now, a phone where you can just do anything. You can do a lot of stuff, I should say. And there's so much information out there. There's so many different documentaries. There's so many different YouTube videos. There's so many different philosophies. There's so many different podcasts. And the pattern pushed on us now is to explore all these different paths, but don't explore the Bible. And I think you should explore some of these other paths to an extent, but you have to explore the Bible too. Like you have to challenge this stuff with the Bible. Like I have seen people put all their eggs in one basket based off of something they heard in the Instagram video or a video they saw. And they stopped there because the message, the message they heard right there, that's the message they wanted to hear. I guess I should say that's the message that their simple nature wanted to hear. Listen to Slick Talking Rick, but won't listen to Paul who once thought Christianity was stupid, but realized he was being stupid. And I'm talking about Paul from the Bible. Now, with the Bible, you will hear some messages you don't want to hear, but you need to hear. But our pattern is, if you don't want to hear it, just eliminate it. 
people hating on you. Ain't nobody hating on you. And on this episode of rule number three, be a transformer. The patterns I just mentioned. Don't conform to them. Don't copycat that. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. We have to change the way we think. God is the only one who can renew you and I. Like, how do you let God do this? First, reject the patterns of this world. Focus on Christ. Focus on his grace. Focus on his mercy. Focus on his goodness. And another big one is spend time with him. When we hear people or we hear uh, philosophers or different people say, you are like the people you spend most of your time with. How much time are you spending with God? How much are you in the Bible? How much are you focusing on God's truth? How much are you praying? How much are you meditating on his word and seeing what he's actually doing in your life? And some of you are like, why? Why do I want my mind to be renewed? Like, I think my mind is fine now. I don't think it needs to be renewed. And here's the reason why this passage tells us, because then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. As Christians, we are to think differently because we're followers of Jesus. Now, there's a reoccurring thing that happens every single day we wake up every single day. The enemy is trying to attack you every single day, every single day. He's trying to get you out of your purpose every single day. He's trying to get you to do the opposite of God's will. Like it doesn't fail. You might not think it. Some days might be harder than others, but you better believe every single day the enemy is trying to get you to do the opposite of God's will. And at the end of that passage of Romans 12, verse two, it says his good, pleasing and perfect will It's so controversial on what's good. It's very subjective, right? But God's word, God's word makes what's good objective. He gives us the absolute truth. It's none of this, your truth, whatever you feel is best for you is the truth. No, God's word gives us the non-microwave truth and he gives us what is actually good in God's will. And we have to be intentional about filling time and focusing on his grace and his mercy and his truths, because otherwise we're relying on the patterns of this world to give us what is truth. And on this episode of rule number three, be a transformer. I'm going to share with you some personal things I have done to keep the renew process going and more so rejecting the patterns of this world. I shared with you on an episode about a month ago. I pick a word for the year to give me guidance and help me focus on my relationship with God. Something else that I do, my music choices is way different. Like top two artists on my playlist are definitely Hovey. And Lecrae. Lecrae just came out with a fire CD called Church Clothes 4. Just came out beginning of November. And then, like I talked about, with just filling my time, riding in the car, even working out. I, I got a different rotation of, of pastors. Listen to my own pastor. Listen to Pastor Mike. Listen to Pastor Jeremy. Listen to Pastor Locke from Evolve, a church in Milwaukee. Listen to Jonathan Evans. Listen to Charles Stanley. Listen to Kevin Furnick. I mean, I'm checking out different pastors, and it's just something I enjoy now. Something else I do is I definitely limit the amount of TV that I watch. I pretty much only watch sports. And then with coaching, I'm watching a lot of film and looking up a lot of training techniques for different stuff. Something that I do sometimes really, really good and then sometimes I suck is memorizing Bible passages. I go through phases or I'm really good certain weeks like, ooh, remember I was doing this and I got a, a bunch of Bible passages on a note on my phone that I just 
that I memorized to help me fight the attacks from the devil. Definitely try to make sure my conversations are geared around God. And I would say godly conversations. Something simple too. Bible app every day. Watch the verse of the day. And it was one more thing. Let me think. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get back in my writing groove and try to come out with another book. So these are things that I am doing to try to keep that renewing process going and more so rejecting the patterns of this world, not conforming to the patterns of this world. You got to fill your time with something else. And this is how I'm filling my time. And on this episode of rule number three, be a transformer. I just wanted to look at a few people from the Bible that because they rejected the patterns of the world, God was able to renew their mind in a special way and just kind of show you and get you thinking about like when you reject the patterns of this world and don't conform to the patterns of this world, how is God going to be able to use you? First person I want to look at is Joseph. The renewing of the mind of Joseph allowed him to pass up on sex when Potiphar's wife was throwing the draws at him. That's in Genesis chapter 39 to 47. Joseph was transformed. He was not following the pattern of the world, which says if she throwing it at you, you not wrong for taking it. I mean, like, it's not like you forcing her or anything or hey, nobody going to find out. So you might as well. Or how about this one? Do you? Because at the end of the day, if the roles were flipped and he dude was in your position, he probably would take your girl down. So you might as well take his down. And what's crazy about this is Joseph got thrown into jail for passing up the draws. But because his mind was renewed, he was able to stay positive when he was in prison and he kept helping people and he kept doing the best he possibly could despite his circumstances. And later he ended up second in command in the strongest country or strongest nation at that time. Renewing of the mind rejecting the patterns of the world that allowed Solomon when God appeared to him and said, Hey, ask for whatever you want me to give you. And I'll give it to you because he didn't conform to the patterns of this world. He picked wisdom. He had God's will in mind. Like I know a lot of y'all would have been like, just give me a billion dollars and I'm going to give to the poor and the needy. And I'm going to give a bunch to God too. I'm going to give like half of it away. I promise. But you give nothing to the poor and needy now and you give very little to God and you have enough. But that's a topic for another day. Oh, or how about Joseph? Joseph, who was Jesus's stepdad, since he didn't conform to the patterns of this world that allowed him to see God's plan that his future wife wasn't creeping on him and really was a virgin and about to give birth to the son of God. And the last example that I want to use is Esther. Because Esther didn't conform to the patterns of this world and her mind was renewed. Esther knew when to keep a secret. She kept a secret about her nationality and her family background. But she also knew how to show humility and give credit where it's due like she did in chapter 2 of Esther when some people were plotting to kill the king and... The renewing of the mind allowed her to give up her comfort and have the guts to stand up, even though most of her position would have thought about losing the prestige and be like, oh, I don't know if I really want to say this because I like being the queen and I don't want to lose my seat. She didn't worry about her comfort. She didn't worry about her prestige of being a queen. And because of this, God used her to save an entire nation. 
You should just go read the whole book of Esther. She was able to approve what God's will was, though. And on this episode of Rule Number 3, Be a Transformer, I just got to point this out to you. We're going to close with this. Just think about this. It's so many things in this world telling us this is God's will or that's God's will. But like, how do you know? We know when we reject the patterns of our culture and our world and are able to have our minds renewed through Christ. Renewing of our mind, that's something special because that allows God to use us best and God to give us his best because then we are able to test and we're able to approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And this is the non-microwave truth. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Rule Number 3, Be a Transformer. If you haven't heard the first two parts in this series, go back and check those out and get ready for next week's episode. I got a special guest. I think next week's episode is going to be called Get Away From Me, Satan, because we are going to focus on keeping demons and evil spirits and unclean spirits out of our temples, out of our bodies, out of our minds and not being influenced by them. Pastor Jeremy and I were able to cook up something, but that's next week. And if you're like, who is Pastor Jeremy? I want to know about him. Go on Time of Grace website and type in Jeremy Maddock, or you could even go on YouTube and type in Jeremy Maddock and you will find him. It should be a good one. Peace punch, Captain Crunch. Say no to drugs and yes to Jesus. I am out.